This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show without Steve. <laughs> That's Miss Shannon joining yeah. us this morning. He is morning. vacationing. Yes, he is. He He's meant, in the Swiss Alps. He meant to ask me to fill in. Because I'm filling in next Monday as well. Yep. And he sent me the most random, like, nonsensical string of text messages to try to get this whole thing done. And so I'm glad I'm here. Like, because it could it, it could have been a near miss. You know, <laughs> it's very funny because he sent a an email the other day. Mm-hmm. Our boss was on it. Uh-huh. And he was like, I'm out this day in so-and-so. And it, it was just... It wasn't really in the organized way nope. that he thinks it is. Right. He thinks... <laughs> He's being very thorough. And it's not. And our boss just said, you are making, you guys are making me crazy right now. You're making my brain hurt. Figure it out. Right. I'm going to go take some drugs and go to sleep. Right. Because it was bananas. It all worked. It's all going to work out. It's yes. just the way that it was. Like the text messages had other people's name in it and all this stuff. I'm like, did you mean to send this to me? Exactly. Like, <laughs> well, it you doesn't it. help that like Dawn, um, Steve wants some time off. Donna yeah. wants some time off. Donna and I are going to switch places a couple times. Gotcha. There's going to be a show like next week where there's no Donna or Steve. Right. Right. I'm part of that show. <laughs> yes. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be here. Right. Okay. Yeah, that okay. makes my life easier. Okay, so at yeah. least there's an anchor. Yay. I think I have an anchor on my shirt today. Oh, you yes, do. you do. Indeed. And a lighthouse. And <laughs> yes. Rope. A, a old school. Shirt. Very yeah, nautical. It's all the nautical. <laughs> it is the most nautical. Yes. And we thank It's you like, you know, those fancy, like, it looks like when you get, what is those, not coach. Like that fancy thing, but it's like nautical ropes instead. Like, oh, <laughs> like that's what like, I think is interesting. Like Nautica, the brand Nautica? No, no. Like it's a high-end women's clothing line that oh. has all these things. And I can't remember what it is. Is it Michael Donna Kors? Wouldn't know that. Yeah. Donna wouldn't know I'll find it. But I just think clothing. it's funny that it's Rude. like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to hit this button here. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Okay. So am I going first? Yes, you go first. Okay. I, uh, way back from like high school, I've been a big fan of Duran Duran. Yes. So back then, I always loved them. So Duran Duran has a new album that's coming out on Friday called Future Past. So we have been slowly getting uh, drops of the, the singles as yes. they come out. So the most recent one is they have a mashup uh, with Duran Duran. And Tovlo, who's this really lovely pop singer from Sweden, I believe. Yes. And so this one is called Give It All Up. This is going to be part of this one. And I love this song. It's very, it's definitely a chill, good for the, so- the fall type song, okay, I think. Okay, okay. Okay. 
I think like it's it. cool. I mean, because it's very, it's a very laid back song. And, yeah. you know, Simon LeBon, I think he sounds so much like it's Simon LeBon. Right. Yeah, when he pop, when you first hear his voice on this track, uh, it you're like, ah, it felt very, like, nostalgic in yeah. a good way because the song Duran-ish. doesn't feel yeah the song doesn't feel stale to me no but it sounds very in the wheelhouse uh i would expect as duran duran like i was when i first was listening to this song i was like in my kitchen pre-chopping my brussels sprouts and i was like <laughs> you know and did a little like hip yeah, sway dance like, yeah, exactly driving like, cool. to the cabin and yes just like, yeah so here's I what i love that. about when miss shannon's on the show because mm-hmm. i believe we're the same age I think yes the same high school graduation year and everything mm-hmm. so do you remember like in fifth sixth grade when duran duran like first was blowing up like how great that was exactly i remember like that was when i first like had good cable and i could watch like videos (laughs) yes (laughs) you can see all that and i had duran duran because we are i think you're like maybe like six months older than i am that's the only difference um I had like the albums, you know, kind of thing. So to be able to play the album of Duran Duran. So that's why I like bands like this that do, they stay current-ish. So they don't reinvent themselves because a lot of bands are are, are tossing out albums where you're like, that doesn't sound like that. I like that it's... It's new, it's modern versions of this band. And that's what I think Duran Duran has done a really good job of all their albums. So I worked at a radio station in New York at the time that they were really hot. Mm -hmm. And we had this little girl, and I know I've told this story before, but in case you missed it, (laughs) she was the hugest Duran Duran fan who would, you know, I was working the request lines, yes. and her name was Rio. Oh, no. What? So she her was so excited. Well, her name was actually Jackie, but she, she called, called herself, herself Rio okay. because of the song Rio from Duran Duran. That is brilliant. Yes. I never liked a band enough that I'm like, I'm going to change my name. But it never, <laughs> it never occurred to me when I was that age that it would have been acceptable. Right. Like, I went the opposite and went pretentious because I was like, when I was that age, I was very like, I'm going to be an author. So instead of being Shannon, I went by my middle, like a uh, first initial middle name. Really? So I was like ins- F. Scott Fitzgerald. Correct. So I was S for a while. I was S. Jennifer Paul. Ooh. Is what I was. For oh, a while. I love it. But Rio is much cooler. But I, <laughs> I never leaned into cool when I was a kid. Oh. I liked all of the cool stuff, but I just never was no. like, here's the cool way to manifest right. your love of this band. Right. So I applaud Rio. So you yes. can grab that album. Shout out to Rio. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Rio. You can grab that album, the new Duran Duran album future pass is going to be available for full download on friday okay um celine dion we have heard Mm -hmm. that her Mm -hmm. upcoming residency in las vegas has been in the making for like eight months she's She's put a lot of work on this this. Mm -hmm. what is going on with her i mean it sounds like she's having additional health problems so now things are going to be postponed again um you know i i mean it was it because she she put out recently this uh, uh, Instagram. So now people are running to her Instagram, and she's had a lot of support. I also will be on. Uh, be honest with you, uh, Donna. When I read this one, I thought Celine Dion was older. I yeah, didn't and know I'm like, she no, was I'm pretty old. sure she's younger than I am. I did not know she was only fifty three. I don't know why in my head I thought she was older. Maybe because of 
as long as I've been paying attention to her, but also maybe because of some of the health issues that she's been having recently. Sure. So, you know, she now pushed that, you know, she said that because of the, she's having unforeseen medical symptoms. And so now she's going to force, the, uh, it's forced them to delay the production. And she put out this whole thing. So they're going to refund the tickets because a lot of tickets have already been sold and, and people can cancel or just hold the tickets for future performances. So she is expecting to be able to get back out there and, and do it. But now there's not really a lot of information on when they are going to uh, uh, reschedule this current registration. Got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's too bad. She sounds so sad in this one. She's talking about how she's, you know, so, you know, I feel so bad that I'm letting them down when she's talking Aww. about her fans. And I'm especially sorry for disappointing all of the fans who've been making their plans to come to Las Vegas. Oh. Yeah, she said they've been working around the clock. Yeah. On like creating the state-of-the-art um, theater, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. I guess she's having some kind of muscle spasms. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Oh, Sorry, Celine. Yes, yes. Get but better. I mean, this is definitely like the way that they do these residencies. It's a very fully interactive experience, so I'm sure it's just exhausting her. Yeah. So hopefully Get your rest. focusing on her health will be able to make her... Uh, Able to perform in some way, shape, or form again in the future. Faux show. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Billie Eilish is releasing her own fragrance. Uh, let me try that again. Her, <laughs> her own fragrance. Okay. In a body-shaped bottle. Mm-hmm. If you like the smell of creamy vanilla, rich cocoa, and soft spices, uh, this is for you. I could feel that. I like. So I think it's a bust. It's a. It's a. The shape of the bottle is like um, a woman's bust. Just mm-hmm. a generic whim- woman's figure. It's not hers or anything, but she chose that because it's her favorite body parts. I, I like this one review. It says uh, she's launching her first fragrance and it smells like Christmas. So the spices that they're talking about, maybe there's a lot of cardamom and, cardamom and cinnamon or something. Yeah, in it. yeah, probably. <laughs> it smells like Christmas. 68 bucks, you guys. Enjoy. Uh, <laughs> when we come back, Facebook is thinking about changing its name. We've got that story on the way and a story that Miss Shannon can relate to that involves a child in a 911 call. Right. <laughs> we'll get to those coming up next on My Talk. Almost Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve experience without Steve today. He's on vacation. For a few days. Yes. Miss Shannon is in. Hello. Good day to you. Yes. Uh, I would like to start by saying Facebook is preparing to announce a name change. Right. What? So come November, they could have a different name because there's a bunch of sources that are reporting that Mark Zuckerberg plans to announce this name change during the uh, Facebook Connect event, which comes up on the twenty eighth, I was support. I was I was confused when I was reading through this a series of articles that came out yesterday, and so I see them changing the name of the company of Facebook, but are there still going to be a product like this particular social media product? Are they going to still call that Facebook? Like even though they own WhatsApp and some other things, those are still mm-hmm. called that. So I was curious because. It sounds like part of the reason why they think they're going to change the name is because there's all this things beyond the social media network that is Facebook. Sure. All these other products and things they're going to work on. So you think and they're so, going to make it an umbrella? That's type what of? I wonder. I could see them doing that and going, OK, Facebook will be the social the social network may still be called Facebook. But then maybe there's an umbrella company that now has a product that is the social network because 
it sounded like Mark Zuckerberg wants to focus on the fact that they're doing all these other things. And also that gets to distance all the other things from all of the hot garbage fire uh, uh, terminology that we think about Facebook. Huh. Okay. So that's what when I was reading through all these articles, that's what it seemed like to me is that it's like, well, because Facebook, I mean, you know, people have a love hate relationship with the name even. Right well, now. and I think they've they've trying to do some damage control, control because of their reputation mm-hmm. and the scrutiny from Congress. Exactly. Yeah. So if they really going to go, hey, we are the product creators of the future. They can't keep calling themselves Facebook, I don't think. Hmm. So it's definitely going to be kind of a, a look over here, don't look over there. Right. Like, is what right. I feel like if they change the name. I think you're right. Because him announcing, hey, here's how we change the name. There's still going to be a bunch of people that go, you're just doing that because we hate Facebook. Right. <laughs> right now. And I don't know that that's going to change anything. No. For sure. No. So. Unless it's a really great name. And I just don't see that. Like them picking some word that's not a word, <laughs> which I think they'll probably do is just make up a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see it. Do you guys are you on Facebook very much? Yeah, I just kind of get. I've kind of gotten off of it just because of recent news that disappoints me. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, but every now and then I check it, and every now and then I use Messenger to connect with friends. Right, I have people that exclusively talk to me on Messenger, um, and. I used to be a hey post all the time person. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, and it's still kind of the same because they own Instagram as well. So right. I kind of like my portal of entry is normally Instagram primarily right. okay. on my, for my personal stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, we, my friend and I do a live stream every week to, oh, that's to right. Facebook. Yeah. So, you know, I think a lot of people still use it. And it's gotten so, like, I know people that don't even use their email. I know people that don't use their text messages. Like, Facebook is very, very, you know, intertwined in a lot of people's mm-hmm. daily lives. So, hmm, I'm curious to yeah. see if this is going to help. You know, it's funny because people will will leave me, like, a messenger. Mm-hmm. I don't have it on my phone. Mm-hmm. So, you'll take so I don't get alerts. Yes. So, when people leave me messages, I'll see it, like, a month later. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so sorry I didn't see this. You That's- have my phone number. Why don't you text me? <laughs> Like, well, I thought because a lot of us and I'm probably the people that are using it that way. My messaging apps all pop up the same way on my phone. So, the okay. message, you know, instant messenger, you know, my you know, the, the app that I use for my text messages. I'm on this other one with a bunch of my video game nerd friends called oh Line. Gosh. So at any given time, there's all like everybody communicates. I didn't know that you could use Instagram um, like a, a, a video chat. I didn't either. And you can't. And I have a friend that he's like, hey, we were going to catch up. And I was expecting him to say we're going to Zoom or do something else. He yeah. goes, we'll just do it on Instagram. And I'm like, okay, because he's a millennial. So he's super cool. And that's what he uses. He uses yeah. everything. Sure. Yeah. Instagram is everything. So I'm like, oh, we could do that. And it was the same as if we had done it on Zoom or, you know, Skype or, right. uh, you know, or, you know, I think Facebook, Instant Messenger, Facebook, Instant Messenger, all these things happen. Yeah. So, I think that once somebody comes up with one, everybody's going to do one. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, before we run out of when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Of time, let's get to this story about a four year old. <laughs> okay, we'll do this real quick. So, this happened again in New Zealand. New Zealand Daily News. So they got, I don't even know, they all popped up on Huffington Post. Um, so uh, this, what happened is this four-year-old got um, his mom's phone and they got a 911 call. And the 911 operator's like, hey, can I help you? And this kid's like, hey, I got some really awesome toys. And I just wanted to tell you about my toys. And if you ever get a chance, you should come by. Listen to a little mm-hmm. bit of it. Hello, where's the emergency? Hi. Hello. Nice lady. <laughs> Yes, what's going on? Can I do something? You can tell me something. I got some toys for you. You got some toys for me? <laughs> Come over and see them. Hello? Hi there. So we've received a 111 call. I'm guessing it was a mistake, child making a mistake there. Did she say 111? I thought she said 911. Okay. I don't remember. I don't but know. it was a cool accent with a cool kid accent. Like, is that what they call it in New Zealand? <laughs> so he calls. <laughs> and so the, the, for the, the officers went over to the house. And Got said, hey, it. we heard you have some cool toys. Oh my We'd like gosh. to see them. I just think it's so cute that he's like, police lady. I've got some cool toys. I, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, Rocco. My kid did actually call the cops on accident. And okay. it wasn't as cute as that. Oh, no. Yeah, but we could talk about it when we get back, because I'm curious if that ever happened to you, okay. Rocco. <laughs> um, okay, and we also have to play a game right now. Let's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge yes. is coming up. We mm. need to get somebody on the line. Uh, place your bet on either Miss Shannon or myself. Who do you think is going to win? If you guess correctly, you will win a fabulous prize. Great. That's coming up next on My Talk 1071. We are back. Yes. You're listening to Donna and Steve without Steve. It's Miss Shannon. Uh, before we get to our little game, okay, we were talking about a four-year-old who called nine one one in New Zealand, and it was absolutely adorable. And so the closest thing that happened to me, and I do not live in New Zealand; I live here in Crystal, Minnesota. Um, but um, I uh, was uh, uh, in the kitchen, and my kiddo was downstairs in our basement. This was like only two years ago. Okay. So I, I get a knock on the door, and it's. The police. And I'm like, can I help you? And they're like, yes, yeah, someone here called. And there's a call right now that says that's, you know, and it oh, sounds like yeah. someone's in distress. And I'm like, well, I'm fine. I didn't call. And they're like, well, it's sure. Cause it sounds like somebody's yelling in the background and they're this and that. I'm like, oh, so my son had my phone. Oh. And he had called, you know, cause he, cause my phone was locked. So he could only emergency call. So yes. he was in trying to unlock it, had done that. He's, you know, because of the support levels that he needs because of this autism, he doesn't really talk in full sentences. Sure. So he was downstairs playing a video game. Oh, so they were uh, so hearing he called, the noise from yeah, the video Yeah, so they're yelling and doing all of this other kind of stuff. And so I'm like, oh, he must have my phone. So I didn't even know he had my phone. So I have to go downstairs. Oh, no. Get my phone back from him. Come back upstairs. And the fir- the, the the operator's online going, yeah, because the cops go, can you just go get your phone? 
prove that everything's yes, fine before we leave. <laughs> of course. Just to make sure somebody wasn't like trapped in a box in my basement. Oh I'm my like, I go gosh. down, I'm like, there's a kid, he's fine. Here's my phone, I'm fine. I'm like, thank you. I'm like, I'm glad that there was nothing was wrong. Holy so cow. I was glad they checked on me, but it was just Me too. And they had to. Yes. So oh I'm like, gosh. so just you know, like just, I was like, give me my phone and stop. Kids so, will be kids. Exactly. So all we right. all survived. Glad everybody's okay. Mm-hmm. Oops. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. (laughs) I want to see how smart you are. Oh, yeah, I do want to see how smart you are. All right. We'll see how smart Miss Shannon is, and we'll see... Uh, if you guys know anything about, did you know today's like International Reptile Awareness Day? No, nope. of course, nope. yes, <laughs> it uh, it promotes learning about different types of reptiles, okay, their natural habitats and the ecological threats they face. Oh goodness! All right, and this here, does not bode well. So, well, all right, we'll see. Um, <laughs> I'm going to quiz you on uh, some pop culture things that involve reptiles. Okay, and here to play along is Susan. Susan has a chance to win a My Talk T-shirt if she guesses who knows more about reptiles in pop culture, Donna or Miss Shannon. Hello, Susan. Hi. Normally, I would go all the way for Donna, but today <laughs> is a special day. <laughs> and I love when Miss Shannon fills in. Oh, thank you, Susan. So I just give you a reptile vibe. All right. <laughs> I'll well, do my best. Star Wars, alien, sci-fi. Mm. Yeah, yeah, good call. Good enough. call. Okay, I'm going to leave. Okay, Bye. All right. Susan, All right. I'm going to try and do you proud. Here Just we go. between us, I think I think Miss Shannon might get these. <laughs> um, All right. Are you ready, Miss Shannon? I am ready. Okay. The, I'm looking for a, a reptile. You know, uh, these questions all have something to do with reptiles and pop culture. I'm already, like, my chest, is, my, my heart is beating okay. really fast because I don't want to mm. disappoint Susan. Okay, right. here we go. Mm-hmm. We'll start with this one. In radio-friendly language, can you recreate... Samuel Jackson's famous line from the movie Snakes on a Plane. I'm not scared of those bleeps on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name a member of the British comedy troupe Monty Python? Uh, John Cleese. Can you name three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Leonardo, uh, Michelangelo, and... Um... <laughs> oh my gosh. Donatello. All right, pretty good. Uh, you feel pretty good about those? Yes. Okay, let's yes. bring back Susan. Can you, uh, just for just to repeat, can you repeat how, how you did the radio-friendly version of Sam Jackson's? I'm not scared of no bleeps on a plane. Okay. I don't, that's the one I'm not sure about. Susan, did you see Snakes on a Plane or any clips from it? I did not. I okay. don't know a thing about the movie. So you're no like, help like, either. Okay. No, sorry. Okay. I know um, there were a lot of bleeps. I no, understand what you're saying. Number, okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> number two was a name a member of uh, the British comedy troupe Monty Python. I am quite confident on that one. She Susan. said John Cleese. Yeah. Feeling good? Sounds good. Yes. And then mm-hmm. when I asked her to name three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and now that I've seen that Shannon had trouble with it, I know Donna's going to have trouble <laughs> with it. Maybe I should have just made it two Ninja Turtles. Um, she said, uh, Leonardo, Michelangelo, and, and Donatello. Donatello. You feel good about that? I feel good about that, yep. 
Okay. Well, Shannon, you have a word with Susan, and I'll go get Donna. Okay. All right. So, Susan, first of all, I love that name. It is a beautiful, absolutely beautiful name. Uh, one of my dear friends here in town is also a Susan, so you were in good company. So, nice, nice. And I and I hope that I did you uh, uh, did well on this whole thing. Oh no, I am mostly confident <laughs> except for the Samuel Jackson one. Oh, so, oh, oh, hi. Okay. okay. Oh, sorry. My it's bad. Okay. It, that, it's okay. Right. There's no spoiler there. In nope, fact, I'll just right. get right to it. Tom. There we go. Ready? Okay. Yes. You might remember the movie Snakes on a Plane. Sure. Can you, in radio-friendly language, recreate Samuel Jackson's famous line from the movie Snakes on a Plane? Uh, I was told there would be no snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Can you name a member of the British comedy troupe Monty Python? John Cleese. Can you name three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh, Raphael. uh, uh, All the artists. Uh, Raphael, uh, Donatello. That doesn't sound right. Uh, And uh, Renaissance guy, uh, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Well done. Did I, I do it? Well done. Not bad. Woo! Okay, so Susan, I'm going to tell you something. You, We're going to a tiebreaker. Oh. Here's why. You guys didn't get the <laughs> Sam, Sam Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> I had to Google it myself. <laughs> what was it? It is, I have had it. With these bleeper bleeper snakes on this bleeper bleeper plane. There we go. All right. Yeah, I, didn't I won't be playing that for you. Although I wonder, <laughs> do you ever watch the censored versions of things on TV? Yes, I, I wonder enjoy what those. that. I should look up what he, I'm going to look that up in the break okay. to see what he says. And and so the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Between the two of us, we right. got all four of them you because did. I did not mention Raphael. Who'd you yep. get? So I did Leonardo, Michelangelo, oh, and Donatello. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Good job. Wow. Yeah, and we both said John Cleese. You could have said Michael Palin. You could have said uh, Eric Idle. There's a lot of those. I love Michael Palin. So I'm going to play a clip from a 1967 movie. Okay. And it's a song being sung by uh, a python. By a python? Yeah, it goes like this. See if you can tell me what movie this is. Oh, by one of the Monty Python characters? No, it's a character that's actually a python singing. Maybe Susan even knows. Here it goes. Trust in me. Um, that's from uh, Robin Hood. Just no. No. Me. Um, then it's from. Oh, no. Shut your eyes. Ricky Sticky Tabby. No. Oh, no. good one. It's a Disney movie. Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Yes. Because yes. I can see his eyes. Couldn't you see him doing that Yeah, don't that trust thing? him. Don't trust him. He's he talking sketchy. To not Baloo. Baloo. Not the the little kid. The kid, right? The little yeah. kid. Yeah. Ma, mo, mogla, Mowgli. Mowgli. Yeah. Well done, well Susan. Well done, Susan. Susan, Susan earned her t-shirt. Yay. Yay. Way to go, Susan. Thank you. Thank Th- you. Thanks Team for effort. not picking me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys did well. All right, I'll put yeah. Susan on hold. All right, bye, I'll get her Susan. t-shirt size, and you guys chat about whatever. Okay. All right, time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody. Yes. And don't you start with me. <laughs> the CDC is warning about an outbreak of salmonella linked to whole onions. Correct. The agency issued a food safety alert yesterday after 652 reported cases of salmonella in 37 states. Mm-hmm. That number is expected to rise 
as more cases are being reported. So now, the CDC also did that after my good friend here, Donna Valentine, purchased an onion yesterday. that is now at her home yep. that I think you should throw out. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to go back to the store. It's one onion. And it's here's a, the thing. Yes, it's a yellow onion. So you have to look at it and see if there's a sticker, which is fine. But basically, the CDC has just said, if you have an onion, you don't know where it came from, throw it out. Uh-huh. Which is a plant. And so Donna and I have been talking about this all morning because she's so <laughs> reluctant, reluctant to go to the store that she's looking uh, for other ways to not have to leave. So mm-hmm. we did look up if you could just cook the salmonella out of the onion. <laughs> Which it sounds like you can, but you have to cook it to a very specific temperature for a very specific amount of time. Yes, which so it includes like one of them, like it has to be like 130 degrees for an hour. So why bother? You're right. You, know, to, you, know, All right. you can get another onion in less than well, an hour. You need to check the label because these onions were imported from Chihuahua, Mexico. Okay. And distributed to grocery stores and restaurants, by the way. So yes. hold the onions today. Right. Mm-hmm. By an Idaho-based company called ProSource Inc. So if your little sticker says ProSource Inc. or Mexico on it, or Idaho. Or if you're like most people and the sticker's already gone, just go, just throw it out. Okay, fine. <laughs> I specifically went to the store to get an onion. And so now you can go again. Okay. Say hello, be nice to all of the people. Just fine. I'm sure they'll give you some compliments. Be so happy to see you again. And you won't get salmonella. Because right. I think that that's a funny thing to risk your life over. Because <laughs> like, I had asked you, I'm like, well, have you gone skydiving lately? Do you plan to? She's like, no. I'm like, go ahead. Throw it all away on this onion. Then. Go ahead. That can be your carefree thing is potentially getting salmonella. You're right. But the- <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry I blew up. Okay, I have, an up, I have an update. Yes. Okay. I did find the edited version oh, of uh, Snakes on a Plane. All it's right. pretty funny. Are you You're ready? Yes. It goes like this. Enough is enough. I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes <laughs> on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Sam Monday. Jackson. Monday to Friday. I'm going to use that all the time. Oh, oh, Donna, you funny. can use that. I have had it. With these Monday to Friday salmonella onions. You can just show I your usually disdain. say mother, father. Mother, father would work as yeah. well. That would have a similar lip flap and make yep. sense. They wouldn't have to make it a little fix it. Now, is that him actually so. doing that dub? I think that's part of their deal. They need to come in and cut the edited version. And too. then sometimes I when they aren't it. available, they have other actors that are sound alike actors sure. that they do that. So, okay, that you know, is so if you are an actor that sounds a lot like somebody, that can be your whole career. Wow. Is going in and. Well, Steve can do that. He's pretty good at some impressions. Yeah. So you can just but go. Only, I sound he only people. does the president's. Yeah, he does Owen Wilson. Oh, that's right. That's very good. You're not a bad dog. Okay, well, that'll be good because if he ever needs to go in and just do the dub, maybe he can get that. He should talk to his agent about that. Yeah, he should. Mm -hmm. Now that he needs a a new gig, you know, because the guy's got to have five jobs at one time, apparently. Anyway, um, listen, we're going to take a little breaky poo. And when we come back, let's talk about Netflix dealing with its biggest crisis ever. Right. Thanks to Dave Chappelle. You have opinions. Yes. I would love to hear them all coming up next on my talk. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071, everything entertainment. Steve is out. Miss Shannon is in. DJ Rock Lobster is with us. <laughs>
The funny thing is, you two, I've never been a professional DJ, and you two like are de- legendary Twin Cities <laughs> DJs. Aww. Thank you. I'm Appreciate just pretending. <laughs> I'm just that a former true. wedding DJ that pretty much only DJed my friends and relatives' weddings. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Compliment. Sure they appreciate it. If you get accepted. married, Donna, I'll help. Oh, thanks. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Same goes for you, Miss Shannon. I'm thank not sure what much. your status is, but hmm. I'm here for you. Not even trying. Not even trying. Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, today, hundreds of Netflix employees walked out of work in protest of that controversial Dave Chappelle special. Right. You probably know a little bit more about it than I, um, as I have not watched it. Right. But I heard about, you know, some of the trans comments right i have a variety you know of opinions on this for a variety of reasons like one most people probably know that i'm a stand-up comedian yes. so i get that um as stand-up comedians you want to be able to have as much license to go there as much as possible sure. if you do it appropriate uh, if you do it the thing that dave Chappelle can do is that he is excellent at navigating these waters. Like, I think if he's going to go into something that's quote-unquote controversial, it's going to be a very well-constructed bit. Right. With that said, um, I, you know, as a fan of Dave Chappelle, just wish he hadn't gone here because this was something, a, a, a mini fire he had sparked before. Yes. And so it was not necessary. There's so much content in this special that did not have to go here. Um, whether the jokes are funny and whether they're, you know, they're appropriate or not, um, even beyond that, he, there's just a lot more things that he could have talked about that would not have started right. this controversy. Right. So that's where I'm, uh, I'm frustrated. I, and then I'm frustrated with Netflix because I agree with the statement that came out from, um, their CEO, I believe, who said, well, I didn't handle this right. Um, you know, because there are ways that they could have, spoken with the impor- the the employees who were impacted by this and found this distasteful and said, yeah, we see you, we hear you, and we're going to work on intersectionality. And if they're saying that what we're trying to do is not put any sort of box on artists and allow mm-hmm. them to create, I think that there's That's still the a way thing. that they could go, here's how Dave Chappelle can be Dave Chappelle, because we gave him a bunch of money to be himself, and that's what he's doing. Right. But here's how we can also focus on these other groups so that there's an equal footing. Because I think that's where a lot of this comes down is that the person, even though Dave Chappelle, I know as a black man, comes from a marginalized community. He's Dave Chappelle, though, now. Right. So he has power. He is a superstar. Exactly. Yes. So his words have merit and weight. So it's a little irresponsible on his part. You know, I mean, I get, I, get, I yes, and, and I won't go all the way to irresponsible, but to act like hey, nobody's going to take what he says seriously. He knows better than that. He worked really hard to be the person that people go, if I say my opinions, my opinions matter. I think he worked towards that. I think what I think the my big fear is that he has so much power that this could potentially incite violence. Within that community that he's joking about. Right. I think that it's also the way that he describes this community. It gives license to other people to go, see, look, he said that. And, and he's not canceled. Right. right. And the thing is that, you know, just because he did it, and, and, and this goes back to when Dave Chappelle would use the N-word back in other bits. Right. But he knows that if he does it, now other people are going to copycat him. Yeah. And so go, no, I can do this. Right. And he's that good at what he does. Yeah. That people will mimic his behaviors. And so for him to act like he doesn't think that's going to happen, 
He knows better than that. I'm I don't think. I'm surprised. Have we heard from Dave Chappelle regarding oh, yeah. this controversy? He's totally, you know, because he just sold out a whole uh, a whole concert and a lot of uh, performers, and I think everybody is uh, uh, allowed to say this, are supporting him. You know, he got a standing ovation recently at a show, and mm-hmm. he's been saying things like, if this, feel, if this is what cancel is, I love it, basically. I'm paraphrasing. Right. Because he is doing well. So I think that... If we keep that in mind, that they're saying, okay, as an artist, he got to say whatever he wanted to say. Right. I think that as a as a employer, Netflix can, you know, could sit down and be more compassionate with the this is the working environment that we are creating for the people that are here every day. Right. And this is clearly a concern that they have. And there are ways that they could have worked with that population. Right. To address some of these issues and make them feel seen and heard. That goes that doesn't say, you know what, you're less important than this person. Right. There's a way that they could have done, you know, done that as well. And they may still not have been happy with the then it would have been, I think, a level playing field of, OK, either you think he's funny or he's not um, because he's not. The the existence of the special is not taking power away from other people. Right. I think there's a way that they could have done that. Sure. And, you know, I he to me is less of a comic and more of a social commentator now. Yeah, kind of. He's an observer of society, and and he presents it in a satirical way. Because I, I, I mean, I guess uh, I look at being a stand-up comedian as so broad, mm-hmm. and so there's there's people who are okay. joke writers, there's storytellers. Like I count as a storyteller. If people ask me what kind of comic sure. are you, so I do think that he's more of that. And his stories are about this. And, you know, and so there are lots of observational, what you're saying, observational comedians where that's the world that they live in Mm -hmm. is talking about this. Just like there's people who are really good at political humor. Yeah. I have some friends that are great at it. That's not my particular basket that I, I, I choose to put my jokes in. But there are people that are that, you know. And so I do think that he does spend a lot of time talking about um these type of situations and uh, but the way in the in the special the way that he came back around and said why it was okay for him to tell these jokes that's the part that i didn't i'm not buying into either and if you want to tell the jokes tell the jokes but making it sound like well i'm not really picking on you know trans people i'm i usually i pick on white people well yeah but you're doing both like don't play and then he also that's part of the reason that again as someone who does lean more on the advocate side of marginalized groups. I think that it did, it does set up this, what he did with this, his responses and this, and his special was set up and negate the existence of black and African-American trans individuals. Sure. And that's where a lot, a lot of these things where people are going, you know, it goes beyond whether it was funny or it wasn't, it does set up this conversation and that's, where I think that Netflix could have come back in and said, well, we're going to do our best to discuss these things right. as well. Well, in the meantime, they've got hundreds of employees protesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people said it, it was reported that some people were let go yeah. for complaining. Netflix is denying that. Yeah. And saying nobody like, was let go. Yeah. I mean, and, and I read through a number of those things, too, where it seemed more like. There were some additional behaviors that happened Got that it. weren't be, that that were compounded by the fact that they were complaining. So hopefully that isn't the case. But, right. you know, when their CEO, Ted Sarando, said he said, obviously, I screwed up with the internal communication. You know, I did that in two ways. First and foremost, I should have let led with more 
with a lot more humanity, meaning I had a group of employees who were definitely feeling pain and hurt from a decision we made. And I think I need I think that needs to be acknowledged up front before you get into the nuts and bolts of anything. And I didn't do that. I agree. Okay. You know, there's a lot of ways they could have said, here's why we're going with this decisions. Here's how we're going to have this conversation and talk about these discussions in general, because I think that a lot of groups just want to know that they're side of things is going to be weighed. Are you going to put this much weight behind other products or is it only Dave Chappelle? Right. There you go. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. That was very thoughtful. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster is going to have a dirt alert upon our triumphant return. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, boy, oh boy, Meghan McCain versus ABC (laughs) and The View. We've Mm. got uh, an update on that story because ABC is... uh, firing back mm-hmm. and uh, an actress who is going after Warner Brothers all coming up next